What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Mav Bites. And today we have our very own Matthew Aguilar. Um, and let's just jump right into it. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, can you tell us where did you attend school? Um, attended school uh, in Pearsall High School, class of 2010. Cool. Um, and how long have you lived in Pearsall? Um, lived in Pearsall all my life. Uh, fun fact, though, I did live in Moore for the first five years. And then when my mom had my brother, uh, we needed a bigger house, so we moved to Pearsall. But I've been going to school ever since in Pearsall. You said you graduated in 2010? Mm-hmm. 2010, cool. Um, I don't know why I had to think about that. <laughs> yeah, you graduated I, in 2009. In 2009, yeah. yeah. So um, I, I guess I'll, I'll mention now, that means that you are the first person on Mavbytes that has been on the show that I went to school with. Oh, yeah. Think yeah 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 we are we are wow <laughs> we need more we need more uh, people on the show like <laughs> so that another landmark um, and then what would you say how was Pearsall then um, 2010 till now that's wow that's a uh, 12 years from now since back then um, I would say that most of the things are similar to how they were back then uh, not too much has changed in the past 10 to 12 years but. Um, what I have seen more recently is a lot of more small businesses, um, a lot more community involvement. Um, I know that I've seen some more constables do um, some events in town. I've seen uh, local businesses. Uh, Firehouse Nutrition actually has a small town mixer uh, going on, and that's been a recurring thing that's been happening on the weekends uh, every month. And that, I've been to the, some of those, and those are really nice, and it gets the community together. And then um, I also know that I've seen on Facebook there's a lady that goes by the name of Addie Snowcone, and she does a lot of events in Moore. So I've been seeing a lot of those type of things that yeah. have been shifting, sort of say, lately. Um, but kind of from 12 years till now, it's very similar. Just That's just some of the differences that I've seen Um over the past couple of years. Yeah, there has been um, here lately. I, I agree. I've seen a lot of little pop ups of little small businesses um, trying to network and it's pretty neat. Um, I wonder if this is like. I, I have the feeling it's it's kind of a preview of what's to come. There's there's a lot of motivation for local business right now. Mm -hmm. That's what I, I see. Um, and what do you do for a living now? Um, so I'm the technology director at Dilly ISD. So that's uh, 15 miles south of here. Um, and my job is pretty much just I um, oversee all the technology aspects of the school district. Uh, I manage a team of five individuals, uh, one of them being yourself. And um, uh, I also have uh, two businesses, uh, Maverick Technology Services and MTS Detailing. Uh, and those are just my companies that I have. Uh, one's a technology company, and then the other one, I wanted to branch out from technology and have a different source of income, and that one's uh, washing cars uh, mobily. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously we work together, so I spend a lot of time with you at work, um, but even I wonder, what I think a lot of the community members are wondering, is how do you balance work, business, and then um, you're also doing college. Correct. So 
I don't. I mean, I just freak out. You know, I'm, I'm always like, how? I don't know how he does it, but somehow he does it. And sometimes I feel like it's probably fake, but there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Well, some. Yeah. It's it's a lot of things that I'm involved in. Uh, besides from work, the two businesses that I have, uh, college, getting a master's degree. We also have Mavbytes. Um, I'm part of Rotary. Uh, volunteer at just multiple events here and there. Um, I do a lot of things and. Mm. Um, the only the one of the ways that I manage all these things I'm a part of is just prioritizing uh, which one is in just prioritizing them and if there's a deadline for college that's on Friday or well, I know I have to I have time to be able to do some work stuff uh, whether it be like Maverick uh, technology stuff or the detailing stuff or I could be studying um, maybe two days before um, it's all about time management and uh, prioritizing what you have to do um, and when it's due um, on top of that there's also uh, really recently I've been uh, just trying to make sure that whenever you have too much work that you just know how to say okay I'm busy at the moment and I'll get to that uh, accept that project or that job or mm-hmm. that try not to overload yourself because if you do too too much then that will be become a problem but mm-hmm. um, recently I've been able to just acknowledge and be aware of whenever there's too much going on and then slowing down just a little bit and then giving that. But you always want to prioritize the things that matter most and that are going on. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, I've definitely been a witness of that. And it's something that has motivated me to do to, I guess, take advantage more of the time that I have. Um, Mm -hmm. And like you said, once I have those things prioritize, you know, according to my schedule, what best can I do now? And then just take it one thing at a time. So. Yeah, um, I I think we could always do more. Uh, just in general, if you kind of audit yourself throughout the day, like what are you doing throughout the day? Um, if you're maybe spending like an hour on social media or two, well, maybe you could do something maybe a little bit more productive with your time. Mm. And that's kind of how I viewed some of these things that I do. I don't like just kind of going home and sitting on the couch and watching TV. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Mm -hmm. But that's just me. I I, I like keeping busy. Mm -hmm. Um, And these are some of the things that I do to keep busy and they're productive and uh, they also make money. So Mm -hmm. I like doing all those things. Cool. Um, What would you say is your favorite thing about Pearsall? Um, My favorite thing about Pearsall is just that it's a small community. Everybody knows each other. Um, and even though that we're a small community, community, we're doing big things, um, whether it an individual, um, starting a small business and making it big and going, traveling elsewhere and, uh, making lots of money off of that and providing a successful business. We have that. Uh, we even had George Strait. That's huge. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I feel like that's not mentioned enough. Yeah. Um, I, when I tell people that they're like, no, you're just kidding. No, I'm through. Like we, he's in the, he's in the yearbook and everything. We have all the proof. I saw him at ACE several times throughout my life. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, just cause we're a small community doesn't mean we can do, we can't do big things. And that's just one of the things that I like about Pearsall is we, it a lot. Sometimes that's the opposite for people. Like they don't like Pearsall because it's a, too small or they feel that everybody knows each other but i think that's a positive because they're able to uh during like natural disasters and things like that they're able to help each other because they know each other uh we help each other and mm-hmm. I, I i like all of, that's why i stay here and everything and i'm invested in it so that's awesome um i, I would say that it is crazy how much this this is a small town but it is 
I think it's the biggest town on 35. Yeah. Um, from Santo Antonio to Laredo. Yeah. Even uh, compared to, you know, like Lido. Yeah. We, we have the biggest population for sure. Um, and I think that's a good business opportunity for a lot of businesses and uh, bringing those into Pearsall. I know there's some talks of some new businesses coming into Pearsall, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Pearsall has the room to grow and it's just a great place to be. So you're here because you're running for school board. Correct. At Pierce ISD. Yes, uh, place six. <laughs> place six. And uh, for those of you who may not know, um, could you tell us what does a school board member do and why it is important? Yeah, sure. A school board member is a local elected person who is in charge of governing and uh doing oversight of the school district. Um, It's in partnership with the superintendent. Um, The school board sets the priorities, the goals, the vision, and then the superintendent um, carries out those goals and vision. Um, And the school board members are in charge of doing the budget, um, adopting policies, communicating with the community, um, setting tax rates, just a lot of oversight of the school district. And then it's important uh, that school board is on top of that. And then the superintendent uh, carries out that. Um, And it's a good checks and balance type system. Mm. Between the school board and the superintendent. Yeah. Um, What made you decide to run for Pierce ISD school board? Um, Good question. Um, As a, if I was like a high school student, um, I would probably not see myself running for school board if you ask me it, like when you're in school and everything. But as you become as you're a citizen of the town that you grow up in, um, you mature a little and you see the product of the schools that we have um, and you just kind of talk to people on a daily and then they mention some stuff about the school, whether it be positive or negative, you just start kind of intaking all that information and then you start formulating some opinions um and then more so within the past three four years i've been hearing maybe not so positive things about pearsall isd and that really just kind of started kind of eating away at me a little bit because i would start thinking about it and i'm like well pearsall isd is like my home it's my town it's our community so the more and more I began to hear some of the problems and concerns and uh, of the community, um, I was started formulating my head. Well, I can make a change. I can. I know a lot about school uh, administration. I know a lot about uh, finance, uh, budgets, uh, school um, um, personnel. Um, so all these things in my head um, made me just want to start running for school board um a lot of what i've been hearing is some of them are uh, staff concerns um maybe some pay concerns uh i know that there's been some talks about some transportation issues um and it's not to say that pierce isd just has these problems because it's kind of widespread Mm -hmm. but i'm aware of these issues and i want to be able to help resolve some of these issues that we have so Mm -hmm. um it's just really taking a part in local governance that I can make a change for. And what better than do it for your own hometown? Yeah. Um, We 
grew up. I grew up here, lived here all my life. Um, will continue living here. My I have a two year old son uh, who's not in school yet, but he will be in school in Pearsall. So um, I want to make the school better, not just for him, but for the all over uh, students in Pearsall ISD. Mm-hmm. And do you think that you know working at Dilly ISD as a tech director has given you like kind of a experience and like you've you're just able to see firsthand what it's like to be within the district and work like is that really what you think is um because i I guess the reason i'm asking that is because sometimes i wonder like what these school board members bring to the table and i wonder if they've ever been within a school district Mm -hmm. um i think i mean for sure there have been some on there that I can think of that have been a part of the school district, have worked, put a couple of years in. Um, I can't think of an administrator, though. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that there's been someone that has been some sort of, had or held some sort of leadership position within the school district. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I don't know all of them, you know, over yeah. the years. But, um, yeah, I mean, for sure, that's what I'm wondering right now. Yeah, um I think it's a really big advantage for someone to know about just school administration uh, and to have worked for a school district for a significant amount of time. Um, I would say that there's a slight difference between being a teacher um, and being an administrator. From a teacher, you understand the, the teaching aspect, uh, what it's like in the teacher's shoes on how to what, what they go through do daily. Um, but as an administrator who has been a teacher as well for two years, I was a teacher under DOI for two years. Um, that allowed me to get a little bit of a glimpse of how a teacher, um, what they experience on a daily. But uh, I've had seven years of school leadership experience, and throughout those, I was able to learn more about finance, the budgeting, um, technology, uh, how that works, uh, grants, uh, construction. We had three schools built, so very familiar with how that process ran. and if you're not a part of the school system and you be, try to become a school board member, you kind of have to learn about some of this stuff. And there's a little bit of a learning curve in order to get caught up and kind of understand some of these things. Um, but I would say that it also is important that you don't have to be a part of like a school or anything like that to be a school board member. Um, it also, But it's a good differentiation of you have uh, people from this work trait that are on school board members, they bring their own perspective. And then if you do have a school board member who has worked for a school, then I think that's beneficial as well. Mm. Um, you get a well-rounded uh, school board. A diverse school board. Yes. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, your campaign signs read innovation, service, leadership. Why was it important for you to highlight these words? Um, yeah. So um, as I was making my signs, I wanted to highlight just three words that could pretty much describe me uh, very simply. Uh, Innovation is a really big word for me because in general, uh, I have an open mind. Uh, If someone comes up with an idea, um, I'm all for it if it makes sense. Um, Very open to change um, and I'm just full of ideas. So if something's not working, um, well, let's change it. Let's fix it. Let's go from there. Uh, But also why a lot of times it's you get people that say, well, why is this like this? Well, that's the way it's always been. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that statement just really 
eats away at me because well why does it have to be like that we can do better Mm -hmm. we can innovate Mm -hmm. and why can't we be the school that leads the way to do certain things so that's kind of where the innovation comes from service is i just want to serve the community um i want to be the person that we go to school board meetings uh you are representing the school professionally uh you're ready to serve the community um and you're able to listen to all their uh, concerns suggestions and alongside that make your own educated um answer to what needs to happen and then take that initiative right there um and then leadership uh to just be a really good leader for Pearsall isd um to have full transparency and to have accountability um i believe is what makes a good leader um i want to be able to post uh and like on social media updates of what happened at the school board meeting um have live school board meetings so if you're uh if you're at home taking care of your kids and you want to be a part of the school board meeting you're able to see the school board meeting uh without having to go because currently when i go i go to the school board meetings i'm the only community member that's actually there besides the school staff that's there currently yeah um and that doesn't mean that no one from the community wants to be involved in the, the school board uh what's going on at the school but i think that if we made it more accessible to the community we would be able to get more engagement from the community Mm -hmm. Um, whether it just be a couple that watch now and then it goes up from there well it's a start and then we can go from there Mm -hmm. so it's just some of my ideas for that and i i mean one of the things that i'll point out on that is you know your ways of innovating and your your way of leading is rooted a lot in your background in technology correct you know so those things that you mentioned i mean the streaming itself that to me was a game changer during you know the COVID days that they started doing that. Some districts have stopped, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate um, because it, I think it is a, a a matter of accessibility. You know, I, I know I I wonder if people don't go because of the time or you know there's so many things going on. But mm-hmm. if these things are streamlined, you know whether it be actually being streamed or even just being provided as footage on like a YouTube channel to go reference, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I didn't get to watch the stream, but I know I can go watch it here. Um, which I think every district still provides some sort of like the notes at least. Yes. But the difference between notes that are jotted down or the minute, the minutes and a YouTube channel dedicated to just providing this would be like, yes, you know, such a game changer. So, yeah. And they did stream it, um, during COVID there was a, they, the Open Meetings Act, they re- allowed it to be done that way so that you don't have people going in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but once it ended, the school ended the live stream. Uh, technically, they're not required to do it, but I think it just provides an extra level of transparency that is good. And then you get the engagement of the community in it as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, why do you feel you would be a good school board member? Um, so I think I would be a good school board member just because I do have a lot of school experience and I understand a lot of what's going on in the district. Um, I'm able to see the budget and, uh, kind of decipher the line items. They have budget codes in there. Um, and I would be able to be able to kind of read it and be able to see like, okay, we are using a lot of money for this. We'll ask the appropriate questions. 
and go from there. Um, I also have the technology experience, so I know a lot about technology, um, the financial side, the construction side. Um, and it's not to say like I'm an expert in like construction or a business, but I have a really good idea of what's going on in those aspects. And it will just, I prevent that learning curve that some people might have whenever they're going from there. If elected, what are three things you hope to accomplish at Pearsall ISD? Um, if elected, there's three things that I would like to get accomplished. Um, one of them is retain and recruit highly qualified staff members. So what that means is uh, the staff members that we currently have, make sure that they're, uh, we're, we're retaining them and we're doing the things that we need to do to keep them wanting to come back to Pearsall ISD um, and then recruit uh highly qualified staff members so we're competing with uh, san antonio and surrounding school districts so we got to make sure we're competitive with competitive pay on the market um, offering incentives to our staff whether it be retention stipends or uh, maybe we pay for your education things like that to make people want to come to pearsall isd because we have these good uh, benefits and initiatives that we have um and then another one is improve the culture at Pierce ISD. Um, just making Pierce ISD in general just a better place to work for. So whether we need to send surveys to staff to gauge how what they feel and make changes in that aspect, um, just really working with the superintendent to make it a better place to be in general overall. Um, and in doing these two things, um, it also leads into this last one, which is really important which is making sure that our academics are a priority. So um, in the past, our school was on the risk of being shut down. Um, we had a consecutive uh, ratings of improvement needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's IR. Um, and then when you have a certain amount in consecutive order, you're in risk of being shut down. So uh, in 2015 was our last IR rating. In 2016 and 17, we met standards, so we were good. Um, and then in 2018, Intermediate and Ted Flores, uh Elementary were back to IR rating. Um, and then in 2019, we had a D rating. So what that just kind of tells me is that we were in trouble for a little bit. We got out of it, but now... Um, it's slightly going back, regressing a little bit. Mm. Um, and as of 2019 was the last time that we were rated because we had COVID. Mm-hmm. So during COVID, uh, 2020, uh, 2020 and 2021, uh, accountability was kind of frozen. So you got a not rated by default. Uh, so what that means is that now that COVID's over, uh, next year we'll probably be rated. And our education, COVID messed up a lot of things and our scores are probably going to go down a little bit just because of the bystander of that. So I want to maybe not a little bit. Yeah, maybe not a little bit. A lot of schools are dealing with this issue. So um, once that accountability comes back, I just want to make sure that we have a focus and a plan. And uh, we're really aware that we need to fix our academic rating so that we don't go back to where we were in the past. Mm -hmm. So those are just some of the things that I really want to do whenever I get on there. So things were rough they improved um then it started getting a little rough again kind of dicey then covid hit and covid hasn't done good 
any good anywhere. No. You know? Yeah, it's it's hit education pretty hard. And and I think that's um, you know, both you and I work in school districts, and anybody who has worked in a school district saw, you know, what that was like, and it's still and now you know, as the world is kind of rebooting and starting up again, we're the ones having to deal with the repercussions of what it did to the students you know yeah there's this thing called gaps between students learning and like their what, what, what they understand and how, the amount of time they leave or are not given a good education hurts them coming in and moving forward and you know mm-hmm. so yeah trying to close the learning gap is really a key that we need to do and then from there once we close that gap how do we accelerate from there mm-hmm. not use COVID as an excuse of this is why we're behind but use it as an awareness piece and then try to make our school better. So mm-hmm. what do we got to do to close that gap and go from there? Yes. Do you feel any pressure to be running for this position of school board? Um, I, I think every public office has some type of pressure that is put on them because you put yourself in front of the whole town uh, or county if you're a county position. Um, so that's one piece of the pressure, but I, in my head, I view the pressure in a good way because it creates accountability. Um, so you know that all these people are relying on you to make the best decisions for the school district and that holds you accountable to make sure that you do your best, uh, mm-hmm. to make these decisions. So I, I see the pressure as a good thing. Um, and I also think it helps you grow as a person. Um, Normally, I wouldn't be in front of the cameras right now. I would be like behind the cameras kind of doing that. Mm-hmm. But being in a elected position, you have to put yourself out there. And this is one of the ways that you do that. So there's a lot of pressure right now for me. But doing you need to do certain things and put yourself out of that comfort zone in order to do things and just grow from there. So I like the pressure. It mm-hmm. pushes you to do better things. Yeah. And as long as I've known you, you've always been one to be headstrong on, you know, taking things on as they come. Um, so the, <laughs> this experience has been different, though. Yeah. Because now, like you said, you're in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a little different. Yeah, it's a little it's a little bit more intimidating than just speaking in front of like a whole group of people. You have lights everywhere. You have hundreds of people watching, but it's something you do. And once you do it once, you do it again, you do it again, you just become more better at it and you grow. And also for me, like, I mean, that's kind of the reason why we found Mav Bites. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a way to kind of give people a platform to get, help us get to know them, but also mm-hmm. at the same time for them to express what they think is important, what, what the concerns are, how they can help. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's authentic. It's, it's, it's one-on-one. It's, it's for the community to see. And I mean, that's for sure. That was something I wanted to mention. The fact that you're on here, you know, talking why you want to be on school board, but also um, why we thought Mavbytes would be a good idea and how it would play an important piece or an important part in the community of Pearsall yep. um, and also the surrounding areas. So, yeah, I think Mavbytes is a great thing. Um, we'll probably have an episode on it later on that kind of just describes it all. But for sure, <laughs> I, I very map and in the community map bites has been well received so that's a good project that we are part of so perfect um what motivates you to work hard a lot of the things that motivate me to work hard are i have a two-year-old so 
um, what am I doing to make sure that he's like provided for, uh, making sure he has someone to look up to, uh, teach him, whether it be life, business, education, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that motivates me a lot, um, more so recently. Um, and then just I want to make sure that everything I do is for a purpose and it just I like doing a lot of things like I don't like just sitting down and doing nothing like mm. um, and then being able to do like a lot of different type of services good and effectively like learning something new all those types of things just kind of motivate me to be a better person in general so you kind of mentioned this earlier but you're known among the community as the guy that takes good pictures You've been seen at football games, prom, weddings, quinceañeras, and all kinds of, I don't know, just events throughout the town. Uh, I wanted to ask what led you to discover that talent of taking pictures, Uh, and and how are you everywhere? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's a funny story, because I watch YouTube videos a lot, just on anything, really, Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's kind of just like those suggested videos and you start kind of just going down the little rabbit hole of videos and those videos of just people taking photos. Uh, and I was like, okay, that's fine. But then they started breaking it down into like the technical aspect of like, well, if you do this and this, you go just lighting and you take this picture and do that. So that just started catching my eye, the technical part of it. Um, and I always told myself like, I'm a really good technical person, but I'm not a really good like creative person. Mm. So, I took it as a challenge to myself. Hey, what if I learn how to do photos and do it well, then I'm improving my creativity and I'm also learning a new skill and also adding a new service really. So uh, began just watching YouTube videos like nonstop and then started just taking photos here and there and then started just getting better at it. And then people started noticing, started asking like, hey, well, can you take my pictures here? Can you take my pictures there? And then it just kind of grew from there. Mm. Um, and I think photography is a really good skill to have and service to have because you're capturing memories of people in their life. And if you do it well, that picture lasts forever. Mm. Um, a lot of times the pictures I take, um, I kind of have the mentality when I'm taking the picture that this picture is probably one of the better pictures that they have of this, of them in general. Um, mm. Whether it be like I'm taking a picture of a quince, that picture will probably be on their wall for the rest of their life. Like, those are the things that go through my head. So I want to make sure that I do a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, and really how I'm everywhere is just people call me to do like, Hey, can you do this real fast for me and take this picture? I'm like, Oh yeah, I could do that real fast. Um, so it's just kind of, it's a fun thing that I'm able to do and capture memories and it's great. Cool. I feel like you captured like a modern day, like life, event skill developing and then becoming part of you and becoming part of like business that helps you bring mm-hmm. in income yeah um i mean you mentioned youtube and like <laughs> yeah youtube's great um and then like along that side like i like making sure that i see people who are starting to like learn photography and i try to make it a point to help them because um i was able to learn it really fast because i'm technical in general but a lot of people might not understand some of those things so i'd make it a point to try to help people learn photography because it's a really good skill to have and they can make money and they're just starting off maybe like a small business or something Mm -hmm. and um 
I think that there's enough work to go around so that if I help them and they become good, perfect. Mm. Like there's enough business to go around. And I think a lot of people should have that mindset and helping small businesses grow if you know how to help them. And that's the thing that I think I really wanted to kind of also emphasize because um, as far as I've known you and you've been doing this for a while and it, it seems like, you know, everyone that ends up becoming or falling into your circle ends up having some sort of business of their own <laughs> as far. I mean, I can't think of someone that's not, I mean, yeah. our whole tech department. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I and, think, yeah. Well, what I, what I was going to say on it was, um, I think that that it, for reasons like that, I think is what's kind of happening right now in our community where, they're taking advantage of these things. I mean, because that's all you've done. You, mm-hmm. you took advantage of what you had access to, YouTube. You know, mm-hmm. you learned a skill. You, you invested in yourself. You developed this trade. And that's really no different from, like, you know, what, what school offers, you know, in, the, in education. You know, Pierce ISD, Dilly ISD, whatever you have. Um, and it's so cool for that for you to have been a product of Pierce ISD, but also you took the time to invest in yourself in different ways to learn skills to improve your skills, and then you moved you turned that into a business. Correct. And I and that's what I meant about like how there's a I think there's a lot coming. There, I think right now we're 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 about to get into the golden age of businesses. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I see a lot of I, I think it has to do with social media as well because um, a lot of people are starting their business. They post it online, and then maybe some other people kind of see it and they're like, well, I, I have an idea. I want to do this. And then they start, they get the inspiration they need to start a business and all the small town mixers that are going on, um, tech, making it a little bit easier. If you have like a cricket machine, people are learning that Mm. and creating things like nowadays it's easy to start a business. You just really got to have the will and want and, uh, desire to, and, you have all the tools available to you. There's YouTube, there's Google, there's your friends, there's the community. So there's mm-hmm. no excuse not to if you want to. And you can make a market here. You yeah. know, our small mm-hmm. Pearsall market and then expand. Yeah. So um, going back to Pearsall IZ, what is your all overall perception of the district? Okay. Um, so the perception of the district is that our school does a lot of good things. Um, there's a lot of positives that go on with it. Um, we have good teachers. We have good staff. We have uh, good academics. We have a bond construction that's going on. Uh, so we have a lot of some new facilities and remodeling some facilities. Um, we have a lot good going on, but we also have a lot of challenges that are going on. And there's concerns amongst staff members, uh, community members, um, just different people that kind of have individually kind of came to me, explained some things, some situations, and I take all those in and um, they just kind of concerns that kind of weigh on on me. And that's one of the reasons why uh, running for school board kind of just started popping up in my mind because I'm like, okay, well, I can help resolve some of these and um, go from there. But the perception of the district is that we are a small school district. We're doing great things. We have challenges, but they're fixable. And if you have the right people in the right place, 
you're able to take the district from being good to being great and even going above and beyond from there. Um, and that's kind of where I'm wanting it to go. I don't want it to just be like, let's get it up to normal and call it a day and we're good. I want it to be uh, a recognized school. Um, why can't we do this? That school's doing that. Why can't we do that? Well, why can't we do something better? So mm. just making Pearsall better and than it is at the moment. And what would you say would make Pearsall ISD better? Um, like, or what would you see the district in 10 years? Um, so I would see that we have state-of-the-art facilities. So if we're going to build something new, why can't we make it one of the best ones that we do have? So if we make a new high school, well, let's make let's not just rebuild our current high school. Well, maybe we can we add a culinary specific spot. I know we have one now, but can we make a better one? Mm -hmm. uh, can we make our CTE labs just state-of-the-art, have the best computers, the best 3D printers, drones, like all that good stuff like have the best um there's a cost associated with that but being realistic and practical and all that just making it the best that we can make it um and then i don't know if they've tried to do this or not but start the questions of can we have an early college high school mm -hmm. um i know that pearsall can graduate some students with a associate's degree but the numbers are relatively low and it's a little bit harder to do that. The, the student really has to be the one to want it and do the work to get it. But if we had an early college high school, the student would be enrolled while they're taking high school classes and college classes and throughout their high school career, they we could graduate a lot of students with an associate's degree. Mm -hmm. So I would like to see that in 10 years. Um, I would like my son to go to high school in Pearsall High School and graduate with an associate's degree. I think that would be great. Wow, yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. So this interview is pretty much coming to a close, and what would you like to say to the people of Pearsall? Yeah, so I would say that um, we do have early voting going on uh, April uh, 25th through May 3rd, uh, five, eight, 8 o'clock a.m. to 5 o'clock, and on April 30th is the day that you have from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. to go vote. So make sure to go vote then. Uh, May 7th uh, is voting day, and that's from 7 to 7 p.m. And I just really want to say that whether you vote for me or you vote for someone else, uh, just to make sure that you vote and make sure that you're voting for that person because you believe that person is the best person for the job. Um, I think there's sometimes a mentality of, well, my vote doesn't matter. But in real, realistically, there's a lot of votes locally where if a couple more people, like within 10 people, or and even one person would have voted, the vote would have, the, the election would have gone a totally different way. Mm -hmm. So your vote matters. You need to make sure to go vote. Um, I'm asking for your vote, but I overall just want to make sure that you participate in our, the decision to who runs, whether it be, Elect, who's elected to school board or who's elected to city uh, council that you make that you're a part of that decision and you are making your voice heard in the community. Definitely. I think that's one of the goals that we share at Mavbytes to kind of help, you know, the, the participation of, of community members to vote that it, it's dangerously low compared to mm -hmm. how many people live here. 
Yes. Um, so the amount of registered voters compared to the people that actually go out and vote, there's a big gap in between there. Yeah. So if we could just close that a little, now you're making a more informed decision for the community. That's overall what we're striving for. Well, I think that's it. Thank you so much for your time, Matt. Thank you.